0: That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
1: Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7 by 7 We're at episode number 1,665 today, and today we are flipping around to the other side of the equation. Yesterday and the day before, we looked at the New Republic and the Resistance, and the state that they are in, and particularly after the events of The Last Jedi, but also kind of projecting forward about a year after the events of The Last Jedi. And it's time for us to now look at the bad guys, to look at the First Order. And as we've mentioned on the show a couple of times this week, as I've mentioned on the show, the statement that Rey makes in The Last Jedi to Luke is that the First Order is going to seize military control of the galaxy in a matter of weeks. Well, the galaxy's a pretty big place, so how on earth are they actually going to do that? Well, it turns out that they could very (laughs) well do that. And part of what they need to do involves a few tried and true things to taking over, whether it's a small country or a small galaxy. These things tend to work. First of all, they need money and lots of it. And we've seen enough proof about that already by the amazing onslaught that they unleashed on the last of the resistance in The Last Jedi. I mean, that giant supremacy ship that Snoke was running along with 30 some odd Star Destroyers following in its wake. 30, of course, being sort of a magical, apocryphal number in the Star Wars universe. But, you know, that's just one segment of that First Order fleet. You know there has to be a ton more out there. I mean, sure, Snoke would be into the overkill situation, right? Like, you know, really 30 Star Destroyers and that giant thing against four capital ships? No, not necessary. But he wouldn't be so into overkill that he would commit his entire army. I mean, he does have a galaxy to conquer, so... Yeah, you've got to imagine that they've got a ton more. And what we learned from Star Wars Bloodline, the novel by Claudia Gray that we reference quite often here on the show, that was taking place six years before the events of The Force Awakens, there are a lot of planets that are secretly funding the First Order. And so, yeah, money is not going to be a problem for them as far as their efforts to take over the galaxy. They've got all the funding they need, which translates into all the material that they need, too. The next side of the equation is propaganda. And they probably need to dial down some of the propaganda. I mean, General Hux's screed in The Force Awakens definitely is propaganda. But it's rather aggressive. And not to say that the First Order isn't aggressive and isn't going to be aggressive. They're not suddenly going to turn into a kinder, gentler First Order once they actually start taking over the galaxy. But, you know... There's a limit to what kind of behavior you can go through on these propaganda things. I mean, you know, the Emperor did not go on the Galactic Holonet, start screaming at people like crazy and, you know, think that that was going to get things done. And the same thing with Darth Vader. He was never doing that either. So, yeah, I don't think that's going to be the effective way to go the way Hux is doing it. Now that Kylo Ren is at the head of the class, I think it'll go a lot differently. But I think it might be an open question as to whether Kylo Ren even wants control of the First Order, let alone the galaxy. I mean, he might sort of be forced into that position now that the Starkiller base weapon has launched and Snoke is dead and so he's now in control of things I mean it just it might be one of those things that he's kind of falling into on the one hand but I don't get the sense that his heart is in it I mean I think he really only cares about his particular family drama and that's about it um Yeah, you know, there is some work about going against the resistance and the new republic and whatnot, but I think it's only ever been because that's where his family came from. At least that's the impression I've always gotten. I always thought it was personal with him, and there's really no way for it to be personal anymore, especially since, you know, he decided not to kill his mother when he had the opportunity to. So... Yeah, I don't know how much his heart is in this whole First Order thing, but you know, Hux is certainly and so that may be enough to keep the whole propaganda machine rolling. And speaking of propaganda, there's another aspect of things that if the First Order is going to take control of the galaxy in a matter of weeks, that they're going to have to handle and that is communication. So specifically, any attempt by whatever remains of the New Republic, Army, Navy, to be able to communicate with each other, or the systems that you know have something resembling a political or logistical power to be able to communicate with each other, the resistance, whatever's left of that for them to be able to communicate with each other, that has to be taken control of by the First Order in order for them to effectively start to control the galaxy in such a rapid fashion. And we know from the Poe Dameron comic series, the Awakening uh, story arc that was the last one of his series, that they are aware that the Resistance, at least, had communication satellites hanging out in space and destroyed at least one of them. So they've got to be on the lookout for more of those, I would imagine. And probably if they're looking for Resistance communication satellites, they're probably looking for ones for the New Republic as well. And if they're not destroying them outright, then they're probably hacking them or co-opting them somehow so that way they can take control of them. You know, they probably might as well just use the existing infrastructure. I would imagine it's probably the easiest thing for them to do, but they are definitely going to move to take control of those satellites to be able to control the flow of information throughout the galaxy as well. And finally, speaking of controlling the flow of anything... You know, the galaxy is so enormous that it's not like you can, you know, block a certain road, block bridges, you know, bomb highways or whatever. But what you can do is you can affect the major hyperspace trade routes. And so one of the things that the First Order has to be able to do in order to get control of the galaxy is to establish a very strong military presence along hyperspace trade routes that are most commonly used in the galaxy. So that seems like kind of a, a no-brainer situation for them as well. And what's more is that because of the fact that they are originating from the Unknown Regions, that's where they've been you know, building up their forces and biding their time, they're coming out from there into the outer rim, and so that's one side of the galaxy handled, but on the other side, looking from the core and heading out to the inner rim, the mid-rim, you know, heading out from the center of the galaxy, well, it turns out that a lot of their funding from quote-unquote centrist worlds happen to be from worlds that are deeper toward the core of the galaxy. It's not to say that there are no outer rim planets that have been supporting the First Order as well, but there is definitely a strong well of support in the deeper portions of the galaxy, the deeper core portions of the galaxy. And so you almost have the opportunity to create a hammer and anvil effect. Not that they have their forces there, but they could get them there pretty quick. And then suddenly you've got them squeezing the expansion region, the mid rim and the outer rim in between their forces. And it's bad news for everyone. After that, it's just taking a page from the playbook of the Galactic Empire. You know, no Senate. It's been dissolved (laughs) uh, horribly in this case. And the regional governors are going to be able to take over. So that means the First Order installs regional governors in various systems and co-ops, you know, local leadership to just say, Oh, okay, so you're the new boss. Ha, we just want to go about our business. See ya. And... There you go. Military control of the galaxy in a matter of weeks. That's just one way that it could be done. And the First Order thinks that, you know, right now at least, that everything is going to be rolling their way from now on. They've pretty much shattered the Resistance. They've shattered the New Republic. But there is an aspect of the galaxy that could fight back and they haven't reckoned with it yet and it's not the Jedi as we've discussed on the show and I'll eliminate one other possibility and tell you what we're going to talk about on tomorrow's show but first I'm just going to say as I like to say I hope you will consider subscribing to the podcast here if you're not doing so already and I hope you will also consider supporting me in bringing you this daily dose of Star Wars joy Every single day, yeah, really, every day, and by joining the community at patreon.com slash sw7x7. So, about tomorrow's show and about what the First Order has not yet reckoned with. So again, not the Jedi, they're not going to be able to come up to speed that fast. Not the criminal underworld because yeah they may be you know helping the resistance at least in these initial stages after the last jedi but it's not like they have a giant army and a giant navy that they could deploy against the first order like that's not going to happen so where do we look then for the forces that could oppose the first order and i'll give you one planet and i'll tell you about the rest of them collectively (laughs) on tomorrow's episode Ryloth, all right, there you go, Ryloth. And Ryloth, of course, would be the home of Cham Syndulla and his daughter Hera Syndulla. So let that percolate around in your brain for today. And we'll talk more about what that actually means in detail in tomorrow's episode of the show. For now, though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always